Salvador, a connoisseur, a hot monologue, rock mining off, living life not by the law. And I'm a product of that rock, Kim God along. Forensic files, leaving them disemboweled. 87 style, they chant slimmer than Reverend Al or Kevin Lyles. Some friends of ours still be peddling vows off 11 mile. They wishing you would, you probably better reconcile. The dark side of Tahuti rising to prominence. My crown's taller than Suleiman of the Ottomans. Wiser than Solomon, mobilizing the following. They try and give me the Nobel Prize for novelists. Peace to cats that rock, Mac knowledge, knowledges, hood astrologists, illegal anesthesiologists. Yo, El Elefante, Belafonte, keep a regimen ready to give them hell if prime say. Ooh, Black Thought. Back at it. Yeah, Black Thought. It's uh, off the prime tape with 5'9, Royce to 5'9, the DJ premiere. It's called Wishing Part 2. Episode 24. Yeah. Oh, man, I jumped out in front. Yeah, you did. <laughs> You're trying to get rid of it. Get that out of the way. Get that band-aid ripped real yeah, quick so we don't forget about, forget about it. it. So we don't forget about it. So episode 24. A lot of things have happened Wait, this week. Who are you? I'm sticking with Stucky. Okay. We are sticking with Stucky. There you go. I'm Tim. I'm Chris. <laughs> Yep, I'm the Stucky. I'm the other guy. Yeah, you don't want to give your last name out. I think I already have. Yeah, Sears. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a lot of things have happened this week. We've lost a great. Oh, yeah, 2016, you suck. They keep... He keep 2016 keeps fucking us and fucking us. Yeah, bro. Fife Dog, Prince. Bowie. Bowie. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Oh, and now, and now Gene great. Waller. Yeah. But dude, he lived a long life. He was 89. Yeah, I mean, boy. But what's sad is we were singing like <laughs> yeah. Pure Imagination last, last <laughs> episode. <sung> prophetically. <laughs> I think too much love. Like, if you're a celebrity now, they got to be sweating this year. Yeah, like, what do you I'm telling you this right now, 2016. If you kill Bill Murray... <laughs> I'm gonna riot. <laughs> they better not kill Bill Murray. If you kill Bill Murray, I'm you're gonna, gonna you're gonna get a piece of my mind. I'm gonna fucking cry for days when Bill Murray dies. What's so crazy, man? We were talking about it. We were having a good time about Gene Wilder talking. Oh man, why does he need more stuff? He's so great. And then two days later, I wake up and he's dead. <laughs> That's so horrible. And. I don't know, people maybe thought we were like doing a shout out to him <laughs> the last episode because he died before we started playing. Yeah. No, no we already recorded that. <laughs> we talk in all reality we talk about Gene Wilder at least once <laughs> a week. So 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 saying he's dead. <laughs> once a week we talk about Gene Wilder in some movie that we we thought he was great in. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older and I'm starting to like recognize death more. Like it actually when it happens you process it and be like, oh, this person's never going to be around anymore. I don't know if that's just because I'm older or it's just because they keep killing all these... <laughs> 2016 just keeps killing all these people. Well, Fife died from a disease. Apparently Prince died. Oh, he died from cancer. Mm-hmm. Rickman died from cancer. Prince died from opiates. 
overdose. Yeah. In a fucking elevator. I thought he was. He, they found him in the elevator. Oh man, of his house. Yeah. I bet that elevator was so fly too. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it had lights. I heard his whole house. Crazy. Well, symbols. his house was like a. Prince's house was like a, a museum. Yeah. Everything was like audio recordable. Like this room would be audio recordable. His. Yeah, he listened to everything. So if he wanted to make an album in his bathroom, he could just go in. Oh, I thought yeah. you were saying like everything had like uh... no, everything was audio over recordable in his house. Okay, because Kevin Smith had talked about that. Like when he went and shot Prince's movie that he wanted to be made uh-huh. that will never be aired. <laughs> he said he was sitting there talking trash on him, and Prince called his PR person, and she walked up to him and was like. Prince would like you to talk, stop talking about that. Because he's sitting there like listening <laughs> to him. That's what I was thinking. Like it was like uh He could make an album. Brother. Yeah, he, no, but he could make an album anywhere in his house. So not could. only could he make an album, he could listen to whatever was going on. Yes. Oh man, that's just the paranoia of fame. I think that's no, I think that's the paranoia of being a Jehovah Witness. Mm. It might have something to do with it. Did you ever hear the one about uh when uh they were talking about him on Ron Bennington when uh, he died, and one of the girls he knew that calls into the show was talking about how she went to his house. Like he he was she was one of the girls that he picked up when yeah, he went yeah. to a club. It was like in the nineties, and uh, he brought her back to the house and he gave her matching pajamas with him. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Oh man, this is about to get weird." But they didn't even bang. They just laid in the bed together yeah and he stroked her hair until she <laughs> fell asleep and then I, uh, like when she woke up there was all this food and stuff ready for her like a gift bag and they just <laughs> sent her on her way it sounds like something Prince would do mm-hmm. that's, yeah that's the most Prince story about that so a lot of major things happened this week Gene Wilder dying poor Gene Wilder I always feel bad about Gildan Radner dying on him. Yeah, because, I mean, she died from cancer, right? Yeah, like ovarian gate. cancer. Yeah. yeah. Like, they've been together. They were dating for a long time, and then they finally get married. And then she dies from yeah. cancer. Like stage four ovarian cancer. And, like, even when you listen to the old interviews, when he talks about it, it still breaks him up. Yeah. He, like, really loved her. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't love Gilda Radner? I know. She was a lovable woman. She was funny, comedic. I always thought, I didn't know who that was when I was growing up. I always thought it was the, uh, the whatchamacallit, Lily Von Stuck from Blazing Saddles. That's what I always <laughs> thought it was, because I knew she died early. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was his wife. <laughs> and somebody was like, no, it was Gilda Radner. Gilda Radner was his wife. Oh, okay. Not Madeline Kahn. All right. Yeah. So you got dead Gene Wilder, R.I.P.'s. Yeah. You got Colin Kaepernick. Yeah taken on the U.S. government. <laughs> from the 49ers stadium. <laughs> from the 49ers sideline. From the sideline because he plays so horrible as a as a quarterback. Bro, you remember when that dude, he was like he was like the next dude. He was yeah, like the next pretty. one up. He took him all the way. He was either like... NCAA? Yeah, almost the, to the Super Bowl. But it, didn't that happen to Tim Tebow? No, man. He he got maybe out of the, he got out of the first football round. football or whatever they called him? No, he didn't do anything. He just got mushed. That's what I'm saying. Like he was good for like two years, and I guess they figured him out. I didn't even know he was still on the bench. Cause I don't, yeah, dude, they benched him I didn't for like even a know. year. I didn't even know that. And he was like making all this money, you know. 
from just being bent. That's what I'm saying. They gave him that huge contract because those first two years, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, man, we need to get this guy. This but since they paid real. him so much, they got to keep him there. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to sign him and trade him. Yeah. Like, yeah. if we just paid you, like, $11 million, dude, you got to stay just in case, like, our real quarterback fucks up. I don't even know who their real quarterback is. Yeah, because, you know, they paid him to be the real quarterback, and then, well, he sucks. But it's weird he's doing it now. Like, like now. Yeah. Like I mean, all of a sudden, you know, we're getting to like the finals of this Democratic and event. I can understand like I like I can get it from both sides. Like one side is he's a guy, his career's kind of floundering. But what kind of sucks is this guy's been he's had money. Yeah. All his life. That's what I'm saying. I can get it from both sides. Like this dude like you got the people who say this guy's just making a stink because he yeah. sucks now. He's on the bench. Yeah. He's trying to get a little press. You know, pop him up. Or you yeah. can have it from the other side where people are like, no, maybe now he's actually having to work into for what, that money. Well, not that, but he's actually looking into what's going on, and it's you know because he has so much time, he can look at Facebook <laughs> while he's on the bench. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, he's put he's, in a situation. He's sitting there updating his Instagram like, I wish I could play right now. Another black guy was shot. <laughs> That's what he's doing the whole time. Is he's looking through Instagram, and they're like, hey, Kaepernick, you don't need no gay raid because all you're doing is sitting there looking at your phone. He's like, look at this guy. Did you see another black guy was shot by the police? <laughs> and Did like, anyone know about like, this? We're in the middle of the game. <laughs> no, 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 no. But this guy, look, he was shot like, in the back. He's like, you know what I'm going to do? After this game, when they're telling us like how bad we lost, I'm just gonna tell everybody what I think about the USA. Yeah, I don't know why people. He has a platform where he can do it because he is a public figure. Yeah. Yeah. And he has the right to say what he wants to. Exactly. I think that's what gets lost on a lot of people. And all these right wingers, they're like, "Don't tread on me, shit." <laughs> yeah. And they're all of a sudden like. Well, some bitches, he's just a motherfucker. What's he, up? We pay him too much goddamn money. He shouldn't be crying about that. Yeah. yeah. Why is he crying about who should be at the DNC and the RNC right now? See, that's the thing. Yeah, that's that's a perfect explanation. Well, I mean, that's like a perfect example. He said he doesn't like, he What's doesn't feel comfortable. On? Voting. No, no, no. He doesn't feel comfortable showing appreciation for a flag. When people are getting murdered and brutalized by the police department or whatever, so mm-hmm. that's all he said. And then it spiraled into whatever. What'd you say about the DNC and the yeah. RNC? And then it spirals into him hating the military and all yeah. that stuff. But that's not what he said at all. He said, "Hey, these people are getting killed and murdered, and nobody's saying anything, and it's not right. And then they're getting on paid leave, and he doesn't think that's right, and it doesn't sit well with him. And he thinks the country that espouses all these great values." They it's should, falling apart. Yeah, they should actually stick to what they're supposed to say, and then you you kind of broke a contract with me, mm-hmm. so why do I put my hand over my heart and say, oh, say, can you see, mm-hmm. when you're not holding up your end of the deal? I mean, yeah, I mean, he has the right to say what he wants to, though. Mm-hmm. So you can't shut him up. Yeah, and this... <laughs> people telling him to go back to where he can... He's from he's America. He's from America. <laughs> I think he might even be from California. <laughs> I mean, he's from here. Don't don't tell me he can't say something. Now, I mean, if you look at my nephew, a super socialist that wants to live in like North Korea, 
Yeah, that kid's weird, man. I mean, like, if I looked at his Facebook the other day, and he's got, like, Kim Jong-un all over his shit. And <laughs> yeah, man. He agrees with North Korea? Yeah. <laughs> Look, the Jews and the Palestines, I can see how, you know, you could take a side and be like, Oh, this is not good. But North Korea, that's that one's pretty cut and dry. Let me look at my nephew's page, man. That's pretty cut and dry, man. What'd you tell me he went to? Uh... Oh, my God, he's got the... He... That's Mao, bro. <laughs> yeah, but look, he's left-wing political activist, Marxist-Leninist, anti-imperialist, political scientist. <laughs> and look at his job. He's a server. Server at Cheddar's. <laughs> <laughs> What can I get you, you but, imperialist but at, dogs? But look at all his photos. It's like this. Karl Marx. I saw this post and thought, what do you say? I thought I about Ian Cox. Yeah, that's Mal, bro. Oh, it's that's, Mal. Yeah. The, you remember the guy who murdered all of his people? Oh, okay. Well, we got it. You know, up the workers. Stalin and Mal. Wow, this kid is really into it. Yeah, dude. He oh, is, you know uh, he's on a watch list. Of course. Look, there he is at a rally. Holding a picture of Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's keep going, man. There's his Marxist girlfriend. Here he is his, at Planned Parenthood. Oh, yeah, of course. You can murder children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Let's keep going. Capitalism isn't working. Whoa, this kid is really into it, man. <laughs> He's got the hammer and sickle. Oh my god, dude. He's really into I'm that. I'm serious, dude. Like, I told him he That to... kid is not going to be able to fly anywhere. I told him he needs to move to fucking Russia. And then he wouldn't like it over there. Yeah, let, let you I eat mean, some like, soggy potatoes. Yeah, you're going to go over there and they're going to hate you. Because you're an American. I don't know, he kind of looks Russian. Yeah, he looks like a fat dummy. <laughs> Bro, I did not know you. I told you. I, did not, I thought you I might have been exaggerating. I wasn't exaggerating about him. He is a serious. That like, is one pinko kid. Like I'm afraid to wear my Superman red sun shirt around him because he might be like, "That's a fantastic shirt." I'm like, "Yeah, the book was." He starts saluting you. Yeah, President Superman. You know. Supreme leader. Like I get it from all fronts when I wear that Red Sun Superman shirt around here. People are like, I can't believe you'd be wearing that <laughs> shit. I'm probably wearing that damn but again, sicker, sickle hammer. Again, your pinko commie cousin has the right to be a pinko commie Yeah, cousin. he can do that. It's an American... You can yeah. do that. You can do that. Yeah. And I... <laughs> I think Colin Kaepernick can say what he wants to if I got this little dummy going to the RNC... He went all the way, I'll explain it. He went all the way to Detroit. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, Your like, hometown? I'm like, man, good, you're going up there to see some shit in Hockey Town, you yeah. know? No, he went up there to protest that terrorist they caught, that woman. Yeah. To protest her freedom. Are you fucking <laughs> serious? You imperialist dogs. And then, and then he went to Cleveland. Uh-huh. To protest Donald Trump. I thought he was going to be protesting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I know. I'm like, dude. Like, 
it seriously aggravates me. Like, he hasn't been around here ever since. How old is he? 20-something? Of course. It, like, he, he come over here one day and started arguing with my parents about the... About, like, the socialist shit. Mm-hmm. Right? And he was spouting off all this Chinese and Korean and all that and how great it was over there in Soviet Union. Right. I'm like, well, you know, you need to go join the KGMB or something. <laughs> I'll tell you what, they got a lot of dash cams over there. Yeah, I know. They got a dash That's cam so, surplus. You know why? So they can keep up with their insurance problems. <laughs> yeah, because they don't believe them. Yeah. You got to be able to pay off the <laughs> I don't police. believe you. You got to be able to pay off the secret so, police. So, yeah, like. They got in this big argument, and he hasn't come back since. And he's gone on two protests so far. I refuse to step in your house. <laughs> this house of oppression. So, I mean, if he, his little dummy ass can say what he wants on Facebook, Colin Kaepernick can get on the stand. And he's got way he too many pictures of Mal, bro. Yeah. <laughs> way too many. He's on there. But Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a psycho. Wow, dude. You can blame my sister for that. I was going to say, how did that happen? Yeah, my sister. Because <laughs> your dad's like a, he's like dying the war Republican, right? Yeah, yeah. He's right. He's a right wing Reagan, Reaganite. Yeah. My dad is like the country version. Of so okay, your dad drills the uh, Republican stuff. Care, <laughs> Thirty Rock Jack, Jack Dunnegy. My dad is the the country version of Jack Dunnegy. So, all right, so he does right, that. <laughs> so he does that so hardcore. It yeah. turns your sister super left. And well, she... now no, what turned my sister super left was college. Mm, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because she, you know, she's a teacher, and that's what they they want all the teachers to teach is that super left business in schools. It's kind of like hidden agenda in the background. Right. So when the kids go to school, she's out there teaching that shit. So like the workers must unite and revolt. Yeah, yeah, like she'll she'll drop the kids like the boys off, you know. And me and my dad will be spouting off about random shit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Don't listen to your uncle or your grandfather <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all. Like, Don't listen to either one of them. They're capitalist pigs." <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I mean, socialism it's a good idea on paper. Yeah, but look look how Argentina is. No, I'm no, no. It's a good idea on paper, just like capitalism is a good idea on paper. Only problem is when you start putting people into the system, it doesn't work. That's when it gets corrupt and people start getting murdered and die. You can look at and screwed over. Look at the insurance right now. I mean, we're screwed on insurance. Yeah, man, my freaking I mean, they, health insurance sucks balls, and I gotta pay out of my nose. I mean, it's stupid. Like he thought he was helping, and it was gonna be better for the public, but it's not. Like, none of it's better. Like, the only way it worked was Canada. They figured out a way where you just paid for your medicine, but the doctor was Well, they still got long lines and people waiting, mm-hmm. and if you're not... And if, if just somebody's not super sick, yeah, you, you know where they go? <laughs> they go? They send them to America yeah. to get the service, and the Canadian government pays for that. But, yeah, but now it's so bad, they'll send people... Here, we'll send mm-hmm. people over there to get their surgeries and stuff done. Yeah, yeah it's I so mean, crazy. Because our shit is just crap right now. Well, it's going that way, yeah. And if you keep that shit in order, like, they need to go ahead and cut it. Like, cut it. Period. Oh, you're talking about getting rid of it all the way? Get rid of the whole insurance deal, period, and let it go back to you outsource it on your own. 
It made insurance cheaper. Yeah, man. I was I was always I was always a Ron Paulish guy, so I was like, let the free market work, mm-hmm. but you got to control the corporatocracy and all that stuff, man. You got to keep that and rein that in. That's all. That's all I got for that. So, man. Colin Kaepernick, keep talking, man. Yeah, keep doing your thing, bro. Mm-hmm. They're, Even, they're gonna sweat you. You might you might want to learn how to play football. But <laughs> other than that, you know. Yeah, because he used to run. This time you need to stay in the pocket and do your thing, bro. Yeah, yeah. Colin Kaepernick, I support you. So what's the next agenda? Well, we lost somebody else. What? Little Wayne is retired from oh, roping. <laughs> bump that dude. Oh man. I guess he's making enough money from his truck fit gear line because he kind of went. I think he had his midlife crisis early and thought he could be a skateboarder. Bro, I don't know, man. You yeah. know, because remember I bought those shoes and I didn't know they were Little Wayne shoes, those Supras. Yeah. I was like, man, these things look cool, and I bought them. <laughs> he tricked you. <laughs> he tricked me. <laughs> he, he tricked me. you with his fly gear. Yeah, but you know what I did? I bought them when they were only 19 bucks, <laughs> so he wasn't getting a full amount of cash from me. How much do they go for? I don't know, like 60 70 That's not bad for shoes. Nah, man. I paid 75 for those those reissues of the Saul Barbier 23s. You were going to get some British Knights, and those were like unreasonably... Hell yeah. Yeah, they were like 80-something dollars. I'd get some British Knights. <laughs> I was like, those just look like regular shoes. Why are you paying $80? Yeah, they're British knights, man. <laughs> why would, I was like, why I'm do you not going to my... argue with you. <laughs> That's all you got. I'm not going to argue with you. Why do you hate my shoe game? No, I don't hate your shoe game. I just don't care about shoes. I always keep them all nice and shiny. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems... It's, it's going to get Does dirty. that make me... Nope. Does that make me... Dirty. Nope. Does that make me <laughs> metrosexual? No, man, a lot of people got a good shoe game. Henry's got a good shoe game. Rocket's got a good shoe game. Because they got a pair of Jordans. They got a pair of the 30-year Jordans. Those things are fly, too, I wear. Oh, uh, did I tell you I saw Rocket the other day? Nah. I saw him when I was going to work at the gas station. It's like, what are you doing here, Rock? He's like, oh, man, we're about to hit a party in Houston. He's going to go do a show with F1. Yeah. That's a guy who raps down here, F1. Yeah, I've seen that, and they're having like some kind of like mixtape. I keep hearing it on the radio. They're having like some mixtape thing. Yeah, he's he's part of that. Yeah, I wonder if we can get into that. What do you mean? I wonder if he can put us on like the guest list. We don't have to pay. Oh, to the party? Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. Like he put out. Uh, he was the one who hosted that dude's mixtape, and I think Star did all the beats. He like produced it. I wonder if we can get in. It was pretty good, man. It was a pretty good tape. Especially for down here, it was really, it was really good yeah. for down here. I wonder man. if we can get in. I don't know, man. We see. Hey, Rock. I know you're listening. Rocko. How about some tickets? How about getting us in the VIP shit? Yeah. We want to pop bottles and pour champagne on women. No, I don't want to pour champagne on women. <laughs> hey, I can pour it for you. You can do it. Ooh-wee. Two-handed. Ooh-wee. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lady. I don't need to pour no women uh, or champagne on women. But... I would like to go. I could review it on this deal. We could review the mixtape. Yeah, who's... They're doing a listening, right? Listening party? Yeah. Know? Yeah. I just hope it don't get shot up. They'll probably be like, 
this white boy knows too much about fucking hip hop. <laughs> Bro, it's so weird. Like white people like look at me weird when we talk when I talk about hip hop. <laughs> like I know way too much, and they're like, uh, "Can we just get back to talking about Morrissey?" <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about this at all. <laughs> and black people look at me kind of cautiously, like, like "Why he, do I know all this?" Is he playing? Me? Yeah, is he like infiltrating <laughs> us? <laughs> is you know, he a like, secret agent? Like I've been rapping for so long. <laughs> when I start talking about it, people look at me and they're like, "Nope." They don't know what to do with it. Like this guy, nope. He shouldn't be knowing this. He shouldn't be knowing about this. We know way too much. He shouldn't be knowing about all this. He we know way know. too much. I explained to Courtney a few times. I said, I know a lot of things about things that you shouldn't know about. <laughs> like, things that you should not know about. Like, uh... Is Blue Beetle's costume really blue and black? Yeah, it is. <laughs> or is Booster Gold and Blue Beetle best friends? Of course they are. You know, stuff like that. Like, I know things that... People shouldn't know, but I could probably win on Jeopardy if they put a line. Just one line. What do you mean? But everything else, I'll fail. Like, if it said DC Superheroes, I'd just be sitting there going, like, I'll take, uh, Alex, <laughs> I'll take, uh, DC Superheroes for a thousand. You're going to be one of those people that goes right down the line? Yeah, just that one. <laughs> just everything else, I don't, I don't know nothing. <laughs> and Mr. Trebek's like, um... Our yes, daily sir. double. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> That's the only way I'm going to win. If I do get the daily double. And then you're going to get to the end where they ask you like a question about the the, the divine comedy. And you're not going to know what to say. <laughs> no, I'm going to play some saddles. <laughs> you're just going to put some name in there. <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci. That sounds Italian. <laughs> oh, man. I know some Shakespeare. <laughs> and Alistair Beck is just looking at you like you're an idiot. Leonardo da Vinci? <laughs> really? It's like, Alistair Beck's like, you know I'm from Canada and I know more than you in oh, America. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Oh, man, you want to hear something else crazy that happened to me? Rocket, remember. <laughs> you got to get us some tickets. tickets. Yeah, man, I want to get in. I was so jealous he was going to a show... And he was going to DJ and his buddy was going to rap. And I was going to my crappy job <laughs> for eight hours. And he was going to go drink and look at women and play music. And you know that he's going to listen to this next Tuesday. And he'll be like, oh man, Chris, I feel I was so, so bad. Jealous. He's going to be so, he's going to be so, he's going to feel so bad for you. I had to, I had to pay for my stuff and I had to look at him longly, <laughs> longingly as I walked out the door. He, he didn't even know. I like that he's listening, though. Yeah. That's good to know. He's like, man, you, I didn't know you listened to West Side Gun. Yeah. Like, how did he That's what I'm know? saying, man. They they get, they look at you sideways like, whoa, you know a whoa. little too much. Like, how when do you I know was talking this? to him the last time, he like, he bowed to me because I knew too much. Oh, yeah, he did the little, he did the little Chinese salute. Yeah. Oh, game like, recognizes game. Yeah. He's like, you, sir... Or hip-hop head. He's like, what did he say? He said, I thought I was underground, but you're really underground. Uh, what, were y'all, y'all were, what were y'all even talking about? Huh? You're talking about... I was busting Swisher, I was busting Swisher Brown's cops. <laughs> no, no, you were talking about something else. You were talking about uh, some weird underground movement from, like, I think it was the Bay. Oh, yeah. I think about, like, the Luke, 
Loot Pack. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Madeline's first group. <laughs> yeah. Before they hit Stone's Throw and, mm. and Peanut Butter Wolf started that with Charisma. Because after Christmas died, Peter Wolf was like, you know what? I think I'll just make a, re- a record label. Did we talk about on here? The mm. My Vinyl Ways a Ton? Oh, man, that was such a good movie. Dude, that was... If you like if you have, If you have Netflix, but you don't want to chill at the same time... Yeah, you have no lady, one to chill with. Just sit there and watch My Vinyl Ways a Ton. If you like music or if you like hip-hop. Or you like documentaries. I really, I really, really wish they would have put Kanye West on there. Even though he had a lot of love for Dilla... Yeah, man. He was like one of his disciples. Yeah. But man, I just wish they would have kept him out of it. Like, they should have just kept comment on there a lot more than him. Look, man, Kanye West. I mean, Kanye West. <laughs> but in all honesty, like, Common worked with Dilla a lot more. Yeah. That's how he got, like, he was hooked into Jay. Mm-hmm. And he was making beats for Jay. And Jay knew Quali, and Quali knew Common, mm-hmm. and most deaf. And that's how he, Kanye, got then, to be in with him and know and like get to like, hang out with Dilla. I love how they started talking like, because uh, he knew Dilla's music. In, in like '94, they were talking about you know how Q-Tip was working with him. Yeah, '94, '95. Like all those, all those like underground people were making that crazy stuff. The Black Stars, mm-hmm. De La Souls, that and was Tribe. All, like Black Star. And uh, all those guys, they were on, like, Ruckus. But Ruckus was good. Mm-hmm. And then when it started well, getting included with had, bullshit. They had, like, a, a, a like, following. Not only that, it was like they had, like, a, a knockout, like, list of people on there. Yeah, man. yeah Ruckus yeah. was, for a long time, Ruckus was killing. You had Co-Flow. Uh, yeah. You had Most Def. You had Black Star. Oh, man, there were so many people on that, that label. Pharaoh Monch. Yeah. Who does not get enough love. No, Pharaoh Monch. is a ridiculous oh, lyricist. Dude. Still to this day. It still kills me. Every time I think about him, I always think about that damn Godzilla theme song. Ba-na-na-na. Did you hear the one he did with... Up. Did you hear the one he did with... Uh, Everybody, get the fuck up. <laughs> that song you were supposed Simon to use. Simon says, get the fuck up. Oh, man, such a... Ladies, rub on your titties. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's such a good track. Yeah, man, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, the lyricist lounge they did the first volume. Was that ruckus? Yeah. Oh man, they had like uh, Zach De La Rocha popped up on there. That was his first like MC and by himself deal. Oh, before Rage? Yeah. No, no. After he left Rage. Oh, okay. That was okay. his first MC deal. Like on that that label. Yeah, I was trying to get the timeline right in my head. Yeah. Dude, I really, Ruckus was a jam back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then they, I, I guess, because when they sold out, like LP, it was like, fuck this. And he yeah. took CoFlow and left. Yeah, that's another and he LP. Got, and he got rid of Big Just and then did his own thing and made his own label with well, Def Jux. And then Def Jux was great, and then he put it on hiatus. Because like, that's where he, he brought in Aesop Rock and all his... Uh, Cannibal Ox. Yeah, and Slug and uh-huh. Atmosphere and all those dudes. Well, Atmosphere and all them, they were on like Rhyme Sayers. Yeah, but like they started rocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like touring together and all that stuff. Anacon, that was another good Brother label. Ali. Anacon and Rhyme Sayers is another good label that I always like followed with Dose One and, and Sage Francis and Atmosphere, Slug. Yeah, all these Mr. like. Mr. Dibs. 
all these white people from like Minnesota and all this like Great Lakes, Maine, yeah, and Maryland. Just like, and all this stuff. I can't believe I'm hearing this. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying that I listen to them because they're white, but I, I thought that that it was like they called it emo rap. Yeah, they had their own little genre going. For but but I didn't think it was emo. No, I, I just mean, thought it was hip hop. Yeah. It had these like. Because realize, I would be sitting there listening to Sage, and then like maybe 20 minutes later, I was listening to fucking Dead Prez. Yeah. Who I think used to tour with him and stuff yeah. like that all the time. <laughs> but I always, like, that's how you know you're down, if Dead Prez will rock with you. I was always scared to go to a Dead Prez concert <laughs> because they hated white people so much that I might get killed. That's what I'm saying, like if Dead Prez will rock with you, it's like you know you're real. <laughs> And I remember, okay, you remember when we were talking about that group? Which one? Uh, the one that CeeLo and all them were in. I remember oh, the yeah, name. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, It's oh, the Dungeon oh, Family. Yeah, the, yeah, all the Atlanta people. Yeah. Outcast and mm-hmm. uh, Nolan so, Barkley. that is my fact-checking from last Bringing week. Back. Well, what was the fact, other fact-checking that you kept saying that we needed to fix? I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, it was Farscape. Not Far Cry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Farscape. Farscape. Yeah, yeah. We, we've now fixed that. That got on my nerves. I mean, it's not fixing the audio. We're just saying it right now. This is us fixing it. <laughs> well, then, what do you expect us to do? Go back and dub it? Yeah. Farscape. 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 <laughs> dub over it. I don't have the patience to do that. No, man. I let it ride. We let it ride. That's how we rock. Who gives a shit? Let it ride. It's not like we're gonna, you know, make our two fans angry. Yeah, I hope not. So what do we got next? All right, this is something crazy that happened to me the other day at the hotel. I know when I was leaving my house <laughs> to go get some food, and I back out, and I got these little. It's basically like Malcolm in the Middle, that house of kids. Across the street. Across the street. The one that you said always, the doors always open. All day, dude. Their front door is open. It's just like if they had a dog or something, it would probably already get hit. They do have a dog. Does it just run out the door? (laughs) It just roams. It just roams the neighborhood. It's a free range dog. (laughs) Yeah. And it comes in when it wants something. And every once in a while, I'll be out there smoking, and I'll just hear, I'll just hear screaming coming out of that house. (laughs) (laughs) And they'll be muffled by the walls. I'll burn this house down. And I'm just like, oh man, I don't know why I'm living over here. So, anyways, they always got their kids playing in the front yard and and in the street where they keep their cars, their broken down cars. Yeah. Anyways, so I'm backing up, trying not to run over one of their kids. So I'm looking back one way, and then all of a sudden on my passenger side window, boom, 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 somebody's beating on my window. Hey, mister. And I turn around and I look. I'm like, what? I can't believe the kid used the same mister. <laughs> I don't know if he said that exactly. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just paraphrasing. And I go, what's up, man? And then he goes, your light's out. And then I look at him. <laughs> He's in blackface. <laughs> like, sir, like Al Jolson blackface. Like, you can see his white skin, his white cheeks that, and ears. Okay, this, okay you've seen that, arms. right? Yeah. Is this the reason why you put the thing on Instagram of Gene Wilder in blackface. <laughs> no, that was just a funny part in that movie to me. Where they dressed him up and tried to make him act black. 
They gave him that headset. Hey, come on, Dale. <laughs> but this kid, he didn't talk to you in a black manner or nothing? No. He's, he's just, just a black face. Yeah, he just had his face blacked out for some reason. Like, he was in t-shirts and jeans. Just in blackface. All I saw was his eyes with his teeth, and that was it. And the sun was shining on him. <laughs> he had this bowl cut. He looks like. And the Mo. sun was glistening off his blackface. It's like a bowl cut. So he looks like Mo from the Three he, Stooges. He looks like that little kid who shot up that uh, that shot up that black church <laughs> in blackface. It's horrible. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. I was like, I told him, thank you, sir. <laughs> like, it threw me off so much. <laughs> thank said, you, sir. He said, hey, mister, your uh, reverse light is out. <laughs> and then I saw him and looked, and I just paused. And then Why I, is he worried about your reverse light? I don't know. I hear he's kind of a heathen. He might have knocked it out. <laughs> he, probably, <laughs> he probably busted it out. And then he thought that since he was in blackface, you would have thought it was an African-American kid. No, he was acting like it was the most normal thing in the world for this kid to be wearing blackface. So then I was like, uh, and then I realized I wasn't saying anything for a long time. And I was like, oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> and I drove off. That's so horrible. He's like 12 years old. I called him sir. He don't give a shit. He don't give a shit. Then my brother told me that he was out. He He picked up his little girl from school uh-huh. and he came home and he was yeah, going yeah, to check yeah. the mail and all of a sudden this kid who should be in school <laughs> oh no no the school just got out never mind uh, the kid comes over and he's like hey man uh, if you see three black kids come around here <laughs> t- tell, don't tell them this is where I live <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably going to the city in blackface <laughs> the blackface bandit <laughs> with the bone <laughs> Bandit, that's what this is called. Oh, uh, no, but <laughs> or he could be blackface bowl cut. Blackface, no, bro, you gotta go blackface bandit. Because <laughs> my brother, all right, so he, my brother's like, he go, my brother goes, I don't even know who you are, dude. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, I live across the street. And he goes, All right. He's like, I'm about to go inside, and I'm probably going to stay in there, so I won't be seeing anybody. So, <laughs> we got this big bay window that looks yeah, out yeah, yeah. the street, right? So, my brother uh, hears some commotion out there, and he goes and looks. And lo and behold, three black kids are in his front yard. Give us our bike back! <laughs> <laughs> See, he went over there, he was probably in blackface, and then stole a bicycle. <laughs> That's what I said. You gotta call the bandit, the blackface bandit. So they're outside of his house. This is the one time that door's been closed. Give us our bike back. <laughs> He's like, no, it's my huffy now, dog. No, his dad comes out, right? His dad is like 500 pounds. He's enormous. And uh, he's yelling at the kids, y'all need to get off my property or whatever, right? But he probably sounds like he sounds like he sounds like Job of the Hut. Y'all are going to have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, they're like, no, nah, man, we, we want to go around to the back of your house and see what's going on, right? And the guy's like, you're not going back there. This is my property. And they're like, no, nah, he's got our bike. And uh, he tells them, you know, who, who's who got your bike? Your son's got our bike. <laughs> 
So he starts going to let him back around to see if the bike's yeah. back there. And that kid comes puffing up the front. No, no, don't let him back there. How many more bikes in this Oh, man. The blackface you know, bandit. The blackface bandit. You know, I never even thought about it. He probably busted my light out. He probably did. He probably just stole them. <laughs> and now he has a code name. LPD's like, looking for him, the blackface like, bandit. He's gonna he's gonna make t-shirts and say the blackface bandit. You should. I wish you would have took a picture of this kid. I was too freaked out. I was not expecting yeah, to like, see us. Like snap, snap. I was then, not expecting to see a white person then, in blackface. And then we could have uh, made t-shirts and just said the blackface bandit oh, on it. Oh man. That, oh, it messed my head up. I was like, whoa, what is going on? Because <laughs> I've never spoken to that kid either, man. Some kids are just bad eggs, dude. Yeah, this kid's got this kid's got a prison cell with his name on it somewhere, <laughs> or a bullet. You know, <clears throat> I'll tell you what. What what something odd happened to me this week? So you know, I got the false teeth, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I put the the stickum in there. It's not called stickum in real life. It's fix a dent. Right. Yeah, I I sometimes grip. Yeah, I, I sometimes feel like I'm too young to have these things, but well, I have them. It's the life now. Right. I'm used to them. I sleep in them. I do everything in them. It's like a process. It's like if if I didn't have a leg and I had one of those those metal hooks that I could run better with, you know. Oh, you talking about the leg hooks? Yeah. Okay. Like, like the guy that was chasing down Earl. My name is Earl. My teeth are that now. You know, it's like a, a, a part of me. You got the hook. You got the hook leg in your mouth. Yeah. So anyway, I have to put this fixative in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I put too much, it'll goop over, and it'll cover up those two little nostril holes. Oh, in your sinuses? Yeah. Okay. Where I can't like breathe out of your nose. Well, it's, it doesn't do it like that. It just feels like there's something stuck there. Right? All right. It doesn't cover it up. Like a booger. So me and Courtney's riding in the car and I start going, <laughs> and she's like, God, you're just like Larry David. Oh, from the uh, curve. Yeah. He's got the pubic. He has the pubic hair. And I can't help it. I'm trying to like get it out. like, cause I, But I can't because it's like glued into the top of my mouth yeah. now, right? It's like everywhere we're going, I'm like, Hark. <laughs> and she tells me all the time that I have mannerisms of Larry David at all moments. Like, whatever we're doing, I might, like, walk somewhere and then be, like, ah, just mouthing off. Something. Yeah, you do have the ability to just go off like that guy. Yeah, so I was thinking that I may play an excerpt from this episode. What are you going to play? I was just going to play like maybe 20 seconds of him. Coughing? Just so people know <laughs> how it was. <laughs> That's what it was like. 
Alright, tell you what, we're at 43. Yeah. We can take a break, and you can play it into the break, and we'll come back and we'll do this thing. We'll, yeah. we'll wrap yeah. it up. <laughs> Stick with Stucky. It's break time. Oh my gosh. What are you doing? <coughs> what is, wait, what's going on? I think I swallowed a few big hair. <laughs> Imagine me. That, that was me going into a bookstore <laughs> around civilians. And yeah. Just coughing. See if you look up there. I bought both. Well, well I, I bought the first uh, Alan Moore Swamp thing, and then I bought the second one. There. Did you go to that the place I told you to go? Yeah, or, man. You did? Yeah, that's where she got her book too. Yeah, man. There's a lot of good stuff there. Yeah, I got a, a Vonnegut, a Kurt Vonnegut, I got a Charles Bukowski, and I got a Cormac McCarthy. Yeah, so you're good about reading the the big name people. I told her, I said, well, look. kind of underground. Well, I told, I told, I, I said, look, Courtney, you're, you're good. Not with, like Hemingway and all you're, that stuff. You're good with, like, book learning. <laughs> I, I, said, think the, I think the, the fact you say book learning. <laughs> you're good with the book says learning. It all. <laughs> you're, you're good with the book learning and reading. I need like audio books because if I try to read a chapter, I'm going to forget everything after I read that chapter. However, you get it in your brain. That's how I was thinking. I was like, that's why I need comic books because it has pictures. Did you see their remember. comic collection though? Yeah, dude. That's where I. Yeah, I had to get them the special order that second. When did you go? We days. went like we went two and a half weeks ago. Oh dang it! I thought I was hoping it was a couple of days. Did they have the saga up there? Of what? The Brian K. Vaughn, his books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, had they that whole him. thing. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna, I got paid. I'm gonna go buy that, man. Cause see that. I heard that was a great book. I had to get them the special order, that second volume of Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. Oh, they ordered it for you? Yeah, because it wasn't up there. I went back and I was like, dude, where's my? Because I wanted the Blood Meridian. All they had was The Road and No Country for Old Men yeah. for Cormac McCarthy. And I was like, yeah, I want the Blood Meridian. And then I was like, well, I can deal with like, reading, I can deal with reading Star Trek or Star Wars books. You know, I really won't forget that. But, like, I can't go to her books and be like, okay, I'm going to read this. Like, I can't. Well, what did she get? Shit, I can't remember. <laughs> Oscar Wilde. I mean, it's, it's in there. Take yeah. the, the bag out. It says what she bought. Have you spit in there? Yeah. Okay, Chris loves to spit. I don't know why. He spits everywhere. I'm a spitter, baby. <laughs> no, it's like if you... I'm not digging my hands out of If you get the brown sack. Just get the brown sack out. I've done too much. There's, okay, the brown sack. Now pull out the, pull out the receipt. Right, don't see. worry about it. It says what the name of the book was. Okay, we got... Oh, the goldfinch. Yeah, right. that's what she got. Because she likes that... She likes that author. Yep, they're a little pricey. Yeah, they are a little bit. <sighs> yeah. That's why I was pissed that H-E-B closed. Because they, they had really good book selection and vinyls and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And uh, I went out and saw it go up there. I'm like, alright, I'm going to give me a whole bunch of good stuff. <laughs> there was oh, Hastings? No, yeah, Hastings, that's what it was. What did I say? H-E-B. H-E-B. <laughs> like, you're going to go in there. Get they got groceries. produce. They got produce on the other side of the store. <laughs> and 
Because I'm gonna walk over there and buy vinyls. <laughs> <laughs> vinyls right next to the Mark Twain section. Like, see, I okay before I found it. This is our Americana section. Look, I didn't know that H Hastings was closing, right? Yeah, man. So I had pre-ordered like Chapter Eleven, man. I had a. I got them to special order me the, the J. Dilla Diary album. What? So I was waiting like two weeks. Yeah. Because they had the CD. I didn't want that with the vinyl. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting like two weeks. I called them. I was like, look, man, am I going to get my vinyl or not? <laughs> Are you going to close up shop? And, and they go, oh, no, they're not sending us anything new from the warehouses. What? They're shut down. What about your money? No, I never paid anything. You pay when it gets, comes in. Oh, okay. So, I didn't know if you had to put money down. So I'm like, man, how the fuck am I going to get this album now? Wait, hold on. Did you have to put down money to get those people at the bookstore to order that stuff? No, from? dude. Oh, nice. All right. So, so I mean, you can tell them what <laughs> yeah. you want. Yeah, all right, okay. That's like I said, I was probably going to start reading the Star Wars and Star Trek books. My brother, I got him one for his birthday. The, uh, the Legacy. Did you ever read that? It's where, a good Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, where it's like Luke Skywalker's great, 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 yeah, great yeah, yeah, grandson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that one's really good. But, but yeah, it's easier for me to listen to audiobook. Hey like man, how I got, like I downloaded. How I got retain information. I got both of H.B. Lovecraft's books, Necronomicon, and the one right after it. The Mountains of Madness. Uh yeah, oh, let's see. Call of Cthulhu. Mm-mm. A... High up, crowning the grassy summit of a swelling mount whose sides are wooded near the base with a gnarled tree. Who yeah, is that? I, uh, I don't know who's playing. Uh, I don't know. Eldritch Tales. Yeah, the Eldritch Tales. This is one right after. Okay. So anyway, Audible. Good people. You're my fucking jam. Shout them out. <laughs> Yeah, so Audible. So Audible's keeping you alive in this world, uh, intellectually speaking. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I pick stuff that I, that mm-hmm. I want to read, that I don't have the patience to sit there for, I don't know, three <laughs> yeah, fucking you, weeks. You'd have been in trouble with the Stephen King movie, or that show you watched, because that thing was like almost a oh, thousand yeah, pages 11, long. Oh, yeah, 11, 22, whatever. Yeah. So I did, I picked up Leonard Nimoy's new My 50 Years, but it's narrated by William Shatner, uh, I have Ian Spock, up until now, the William Shatner autobiography. I don't really read a lot of autobiographies. But I like the ex-heroes, if anybody can get on that Peter Klein, excellent stuff. That's the one you were telling me about, the... The zombies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the zombies I got and Origins by Neil deGrasse Tyson and Donald Goldsmith. Unstoppable by Bill Nye. Aftermath by Chuck Winding. This is a Star Wars book, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Nice, The Rum Diary. Yep, The Rum Diaries. <coughs> the Martian by Andy Weir. I read that, that was good. Zombie Spaceland Wasteland by Patton Oswald. They were really faithful in that book yeah. to that movie, mm-hmm. man. Man, it was really good. I read the book after the movie and I was like, the man. The only thing different they spun was that. that you remember the scene where he's like, I got the ABBA vinyl. Mm-hmm. It was an 8-track. Yeah. It was the only thing different. Yeah, everything else was kind of... They were very, very faithful to Man, it. Man, that whole movie was... 
There's one movie that should have won like Oscar for that year. I don't know about that. It was a good movie. I don't know about the Oscars. It should have got it. Bro, it was in the comedy section. Yeah, because it was kind of a comedy. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was when he was talking shit about disco and... Just because you say something funny doesn't make it... A, you wouldn't but call it, The Goodfellas been... a comedy, would you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's really funny. I've laughed at Goodfellas more than I've laughed at actual comedies. We laughed at The Departed. Yeah, I've laughed at The Departed more than I've laughed at actual comedies. Matter of fact, I sent you one. You sent me the clip. <laughs> the clip where... You boys the, are from Providence. Yeah, and then he hits a guy <laughs> in the throat and starts beating the crap out of those dudes. <laughs> Get out of my star! Get out of my star! <laughs> yeah, man, that's just a good movie. What are you boys uh, selling cannolis? <laughs> Alright, man, we got one last stock. Put them in the mosh, you put them in the mosh. In the mosh. <laughs> I heard a theory about that. What? That the, uh, remember the guy who gets plugged and he sent him the wrong address, but he still shows up mm-hmm. and he's like dying and he's like, I sent you the wrong address, but you showed up. Why didn't I tell anybody? Because <clears throat> he was undercover for the Boston PD. There's a deleted scene that I didn't know about mm-hmm. that they cut out of it. And I was listening to Martin Scorsese talk about it to where he wanted to leave it vague to where... This guy could have been a cop, or it could have been Martin Sheen, yeah, and uh, Mark Wahlberg. Knowing that Costello knows there's a rat in there, so this they guy had an dies. Extra one. So they no, they didn't have an extra one. So they this guy dies. So they make a bunch of fake stuff about him being a cop. Yeah, to kind of throw him off the trail of uh, Leonardo oh, DiCaprio. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That would be. I didn't even think about that. I just I was like, oh, he's I guess he was a cop too. <laughs> Because cause he was a statey, that would mean that they would put a regular PD person in there. Yeah. Undercover. I know, I was on that side of the world at one moment, you know. And there was another one that said that, uh, what's his name, Matt Damon's character was actually a closeted gay man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he could never come with a girl. <laughs> well, I mean, he eventually did, but... I, I, it sounded so crazy. But it was to Leonardo DiCaprio's baby. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, because the, uh, I, like when I first saw it, I was like, oh man, there's he, another. They're trying to make DiCaprio this guy gay. DiCaprio knocked her up. Right. It wasn't dummy. Like that's a very, that's a very freshman way of looking like writing a paper that one of these people is gay and to yeah, get a good yeah, grade, yeah, yeah. just to be controversial. So I was like listening to it and then I was watching. and I was like, oh man, that Damon was a he was a pillow biter for real. Man, he was. Crazy is we always come back to that movie. Oh, it's always The Departed. It never fails. And the original movie's really good. But god dang it, I love The Departed. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, really, like Anthony Anderson in it, like he was still chubby. Yeah. And he did well in that movie. And then he does it show blackish, and he looks like he is almost dead. Yeah, he's really skinny. I guess he lost a lot of weight. Or maybe he got the bypass. I hope not, because I've seen that in real life. (laughs) Does it match up? Makes you look like a fucking skeleton. Yeah, does it match up to Anthony Anderson? Yeah, it's getting there. He might have got one. I hope he didn't. That show's actually kind of funny. 
My yeah. Mom, my mom watches it, like, religiously. <laughs> Blackish. <laughs> you know what else I found out? She, she used to love the Cosby's. <laughs> she loved watching the Cosby show. What's wrong with the Cosby show? I mean, I didn't think it was that funny. Rudy and... I didn't think it was that funny. I mean, I only watched it because of Lisa Bonet. That's it? Yeah. She was super hot to me. Because <laughs> she was the lightest one of them in the group. I didn't like that. I just liked her whole vibe. And then what was really messed up is how what happened at Raven Chick. What do you mean? The one that, uh... Oh, now... That was the baby? She's basically Stacy Dash. Yeah. Stacy Dash, but for the gay community. Has she came out yet? Yeah. Oh, she's legit? Yeah. That is so Raven. <laughs> but I like Stacy Dash, too, man. Yeah, she's hot, man. I wonder how much is fake on her, though. I don't know. She looks pretty close to Clueless. I haven't seen a lot of change. But I remember she was a lot of black dudes. I'm like, man, Stacey Dash is so fine. But she's now, <laughs> but now like, she's all no, Republican. She's on right wing weekend. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. But you know they'd still smash for the yeah, like, Yeah, man, dog. Y'all get the, I got that dog. Yeah. I know she hates black people, but I'd still smash. I'd take it. Ted Danson's over there getting her. Because <laughs> you know he married a black woman. Well, that's right. He used to bang Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, man. Which I don't know how that happened. Did, so, so you think Ted Danson made Whoopi Goldberg gay? No, she's not gay, is she? Yeah. No, she's not gay. I mean, or was oh. it? Or was it John Luke Picard? <laughs> no, Ted Danson is married to the girl off of uh, uh, Back to the Future Three. Oh. That's why she's always in his shows. With Leah him. Thompson. Yeah, whatever her name is. That's why she's in Curb. That's why she's in Bored to Death. No way. Yeah. It's because that's his wife. I wonder if she ever feels like, I see Whoopi Goldberg all the time on The View. How did you have a relationship (laughs) with her? I'll tell you what, that old white woman can get it too. (laughs) Because it sounds like Whoopi Goldberg has smoked way too many cigarettes. Yeah, I never thought she was She's always had that raspy voice. She's kind of like... She's a major pothead, which... uh, I endorse who completely. Who was it that was a singer that was horrible? An Arvin singer that was horrible that had that raspy voice that could never. Macy Gray. Uh, you know, like Whoopi, Macy Gray? No, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Whoopi Go. Whoopi Goldberg is the Macy Gray of acting. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, she used to always throw me out of it when I watched That's Star Trek. Way too <laughs> John Luke, you can't destroy your ship. <laughs> I'm only the bartender here. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's always more like... You gotta think of the children, John Luke. I'm wearing this dashiki just for you, John Luke Picard. And it was never Jean Luke. Jean, John Luke. <laughs> John Luke. Why don't you tell your number one to come back to my quarters? I want to fill his beard on my privates. <laughs> I don't know how she walked into some lady from Long Island. What are you doing there, Dolphin? She turned into Kathleen Turner. What are you doing there, Dollface? <laughs> Bro, have you heard Kathleen Turner the way she sounds? Yeah, she's horrible. <laughs> she sounds god awful. Wonder what Fran Drescher sounds like now. I don't know, man, but Kathleen Turner she sounds like she's driving gargling glass. You know, 
Fran Drescher is just as bad. Like, I can't watch any of those shows. Yeah, man. Every time when we worked at Sam's, when they bring it on, I'd be like, I can't even smoke no, in here no, in no, peace. No, 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 no. We can't I'd do just that. leave. Like, you remember they'd find out, oh, they're like live at Gotham, so they would like, cut it off. Yeah. And I was sitting there watching it one night, and I was like, oh, it's Lucas. I used to skateboard with that guy. He's oh, on yeah. TV. I mean, he yeah, he's on TV. Bro, I remember, like, we try and put it on, but they had, like, the child locks on. So every once in a while, you could squeeze a Futurama in there, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, what is this? And then, like, 15 minutes in, everybody was laughing. I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is a good show. Let <laughs> us watch this. <laughs> Did they cut, I think, Sanford and Son off from us? <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> said they failed out anything we liked. They just cut it off yeah, from us. Yeah, everything we and liked. And then that stupid old woman was sitting there, that Robin lady, was mm-hmm. sitting there and be like, I'm going to watch what I want. And she put in the deal mm-hmm. and sit there and watch the DIY Network. Oh, I hated that woman. Wherever you are, woman, I hope you hear this. I hope you fall down some stairs. You know, sometimes when I drive that forklift by you, I just think maybe, you know, I could just, like, swing this a little bit quick. Let's explain this. This woman. She would sleep in a chair while all of us worked. Yeah. And she would wake up just to call lunch. Yep. Go back to bed. Yep. Wake up just to call lunch and tell us to go back to work. Yep. And then at five before people came in at six... She would wake up and, and start then, walking around yeah, and act like she was act like she had done something all the fucking evening. God dang it, I hated that woman. Fuck you, Robin. And it was like nobody knew about it. Nobody would say anything. But us. And I would tell like Mike Hampson about it. And he'd be like, I'll talk to her. But I think Mike was digging in that butt. And that woman? Yeah. She looked like a golem. It doesn't matter. I, I think all those barbiturates <laughs> didn't matter. He's like, I'll take a golem. I hate my wife at home. <laughs> and then when, like, the hurricane hit, he made her pay for fucking ice. Realize all the ice he is melting. He made his wife pay? Yes, he made her pay for ice. Yeah, I remember they tried to get me to go in on that day, and I was like, yeah, yeah. no, I yeah, gotta help realize, my family. Realize, but really, I was realize, just sweating in my house. Realize, my ass had to drive in the eye of the storm to go put that shit in a reefer truck. <clears throat> is this, what was this, uh, Rita or Katrina? I don't know, they were both shitty. <laughs> No, no, Rita was like 2006. I think it was like one or something like that. Katrina? When that no, no, Katrina was way back. And then it, it was, was Rita. Rita. No, no, Rita was like still when I was in high school. So I wouldn't have been there. I think it was like Juan. Pascal. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know I don't think that. they have last names. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I know. A hurricane came. Because <laughs> I had to deal with that. Yeah. I had to go in there. And then he was charging people for fucking ice. When in reality... <clears throat> We came in on our day off. We couldn't, you know, clock you, in. You came in. Yeah. I came in on my day off when <laughs> I could have been at home watching The Shield, <laughs> you know, so I could ruin it the next day for Chris. Yeah, you're awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, did you see Vic Mackey do this stuff? He put a guy's head through a tank and he got bit by a rattlesnake. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. I was like, why would you tell me that? That sounds awesome. I was like, did you know that Shane killed himself? Yeah. Did you hear Lim died? Oh, come on. Why would you tell me that? Ronnie got arrested. Oh, come on, Stucky. Why would you tell me that? Vic got put on death duty at the FBI. (laughs) Sorry, those were all spoilers if you've never seen (laughs) Spoilers for this eight-year-old show. That was the last season, too, and they used a Beck song for that. Oh man, I love that Beck song too. So good. What was it called? Midnight Ride. Ride? No. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Midnight Ride. Mm-hmm. Why was I thinking of Rita? 
Katrina. Oh, bro, I know why. Bro, when Rita happened, my freaking, uh, my grandparents, a tree fell on their house. And me and my brother had to drive, like you did, drive through the storm. And there's like power lines all down, and we're having to duck and weave through everything. But imagine, I had to drive to a place I hated to go to. Like, you, you were driving to a place to, like, uh, to find out if your grandparents were okay. I'm driving to a store that I could care fucking less about. What's crazy is... But I'm like, I'm so maniacal that I have to be, like, I have to make sure everything's in line of where I was working. Because that's one problem I have is I have, like, OCD when it comes to work. Mm-hmm. Like, everything has to be in the way it needs to be. Yeah, I remember that. It really got on my nerves a lot of the time. Alright, so... <laughs> I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. He's debugged me. I have, I have OCD bet. If you looked at my room... Yeah. Like, Courtney says I'm uh, pretentious because I make my bed every morning. You bougie, boy. Is that bougie? No, it's not bougie. It's just being an adult. <laughs> it's pretentious. <I> it's pretentious. <laughs> to I make to, your bed. If I leave the house, it has to be made. She fouled me up the other day. I was I was gripping that skateboard, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like in the middle of like scraping it off with a file. Right. She's like, can you stop? I said, okay. So I come in the house. And she's like, can you just leave it alone? <laughs> and I was like, No. Sometimes I just want to come in here and start knocking stuff over. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> I know it would drive me crazy. <laughs> so I'm trying to like do it. And she said, no, can you stop, please? She's like, let's go do something. So we leave. And I thought about it the whole rest of the evening. <laughs> the <thought>. skateboard. <laughs> yes. You just thought about being home, filing it down. So I finally finished it that morning. And I was like, okay. And I, and I, I texted her. I was like, hey. Uh, Your brain can finally turn off. Yeah, I was like, hey, oh, uh... Oh, thank God, it's done. I dropped her at home, I came home, I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then when I woke up, you know, uh, they were on the back porch or something, so I go back there and I finished, you know. So that's the first thing you do when you get up. Yeah, I, I finished <laughs> it. I made a cup of coffee and I finished the board. Right. And I texted her, I said, hey, uh, I had a decent day. Uh, Don't ever tell me to stop again. <laughs> You know who I am. (laughs) By the way, I got the skateboard gripped. (laughs) What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Alright, so so we drive out to my grandparents' Mm -hmm. house because one of my sisters, uh, my mom's sisters, calls her. Yeah. Even though they live out of town, they don't call us. But then they call us to do it. That's how it always goes. They call one of the other people who live in like Port Arthur. That's like that's like calling. Okay, that's like when I was a policeman in Zavala. They would call in to Angelina County and they'd be like, "Hey, you know, uh, can you guys check on my uncle? He has an answer for like two weeks." Yeah. Right. So we get the call. We go to the house. Nobody's answering the door. So you got to break the door in. Who would call you? Like the family members from like let's say I don't think Iowa. This is what it's like. It's like if somebody in Lufkin called the Dallas PD, and, and then, then the Dallas, Dallas PD, PD calls the Lufkin you. PD. Yeah, and then they call you. <laughs> they call, call us to go out there and do a welfare check on your own family. Exactly. That's what so happened. that's what would happen. Yeah. So when we break the door in, 
to go in the house to make sure you clear the house and everything, you yell for their name or whatever. You'd find them like dead over in a corner. Yeah, that's what we were. And they've been and they've been sitting there for like two weeks, so it's all like bubble guts, like <coughs> yeah, and they're all boomer, swallowed. boomer esque yeah. looking things from Left for Dead. So that's what we were expecting, man. Because they call us, they don't tell us that one of them drove down and uh, pulled them out of the house. So we think they're still in the house. And me and my brother are trying to get in. But since the, the thing fell on the house, the foundation is yeah. rock, so you can't open the door. So we got to, like, <clears throat> bust out a window, and I'm all climbing through the window, and it looks like the last of us. Everything's all broken, <laughs> and there's, like, sunlight coming in through cracks in the house and the ceiling, and then there's a big tree in the middle. And I'm like, nobody's in the house, man. And he's like, I don't know. Just keep looking for it. I can see, like, your, your ogre brother, like, lifting the tree off the <laughs> house. <laughs> And just over like, his head. It's okay, brother. <laughs> and yeah, like he does like a wrestling move and like breaks the tree in like three different pieces. Bro, he couldn't even open the door. That's why we had to go through the window. We're like we had to bust out a window. He couldn't twist his big hand. No, no, it was a sliding glass door, and since the foundation's like crooked and yeah. offset, why didn't you go to the front door? The, the we did go to the front door. You couldn't open it. He couldn't use his hands. No, it was a sliding glass door for the front door. What? <laughs> I know it's weird. But it was a sliding glass door for the front door. So what about the to... side door? They didn't have a side door. It was just a glass door. Yeah. <laughs> the it was just a glass door with a big curtain in front of it. That is like the worst possible thing to ever have for I a know, front I, door. I know, and they lived in a bad neighborhood too. Anyways. So they call us. We we call them and tell them they're not in there. We don't know where they're at. Because my, my grandfather had a stroke. Yeah. He was basically wheelchair banned. Yeah, so how do they even get them out of the house? It's what I'm, That's what we call them. We're like, they're not there. What happened? They're like, oh, yeah, we got them. We're just wanting you to get the pictures. <laughs> really? <laughs> so we're in there trying to get memorabilia. <laughs> so we get a couple of them, and we're like, all right, this is good. We got everybody in the family, at least one picture. <laughs> we all break out. Because I don't know if this house is going to collapse on me or what. There's a big tree sitting on it. So I, like, climb out of the house with all these pictures. Yeah. And they're all, you know, waterlogged and everything Warped. like that. Yeah. Ruined. <clears throat> and then we brave ourselves back to the house. The trees down and lines. Well, that sounds horrible, Well, there's one we were driving, and there was just this line jumping and, like, sparking <laughs> and, like, getting closer to his truck. So we're, like, basically off on the side Aren't of the road. Aren't we out of, like, hurricane season now? Yeah, I think it's from, like, uh, June to August. Okay, fucking good, because I don't want any more of that shit. Yeah, hurricanes are no good. So we might get, like, but we might get tropical storms. No, that's the season. Uh, June from June to August. Okay, man, we're out of it. Or maybe it's, like, May from August, something like that. It's, I'm really... It's, like, four or five months. I'm really excited for October, though. Yeah, man, I'm ready for the weather to get cold. Yeah, man. And then <coughs> Texas got, is playing tomorrow. We're playing Notre Dame. And then we got Halloween... Everyone goes a Joker. You still dress up? Yeah, man. And Courtney's gonna go as Harley Quinn. Nice. She can pull it off. Yeah. Long hair. Definitely. No, no. Where are you gonna get the costumes? I was gonna get her costume from Hot Topic. They got the whole thing. Oh yeah. The jacket. Oh, because the shirt. of the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Man. Jacket, the shirt. The What's the kind of Joker is you gonna go? Are you gonna go as? Original. Tuxedo. Cesar Romero? No. Like the Alex Ross one. 
Oh, I see. Okay. The only real Joker. <laughs> we were talking about, like, if we had, like, a wedding, you know, mm. what should I wear? And I was like, I'm going full tuxedo like the Joker. Yeah. Straight up. I want the exact outfit that he wore. In With the ducktails and everything? Fuck yes. <laughs> With the white gloves? Yeah. <laughs> I might even incorporate a top hat. If you do a top hat, you gotta go cane. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe with the <clears throat> the head of it, gonna be like the the jester. If you can find one, just do. It. <laughs> I could probably get one made. Well, I mean, besides that, we're at one twelve. Oh damn! We're supposed to talk about something. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> what it was. <laughs> we started talking about things of not importance. Not cares. Yeah. Probably figure it out next week. Do them plugs, kid. <clears throat> Plug newpodworldorder.com. New new pod pod world order. There's new pods on there every month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From all of us, it might be a weekly thing. I don't know. Some of them. Some of them do. Some of them Some do. don't. Check them out. See what you like. We're definitely weekly. <laughs> we try. Yeah. Yeah. We may not be the best. But you can say we have continuity. <laughs> At least we're on time. <laughs> yeah, we're on time. <laughs> Tuesday hits. You're going to get a new episode. Sweet. So check out the BS Pod, uh, Toast Milady, Pop Culture Crunch, Cult of Day. Always bet on Geek. Always bet on Geek. Why don't we just write them down so we can just read them off? <laughs> There's so many new ones. The Wolf Pack. Yeah, there we go. I I just, just go to the fucking website. Yeah, that's what I used to say. Just go to a new power yeah, world order. You can always hit us at stickingwithstucky at gmail.com. You can always hit <coughs> me on Instagram and Twitter, cat, CaptainMarvel99. DangerChris88. Instagram and Twitter. Instagram and or Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to thank... Uh, Jerry from uh, Pop Culture Crunch for sending us these wonderful stickers. Yeah, we sent out tweets. Like them, check them out. Yeah, thanks for that. Maybe we'll put them on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah, I might. I might put one on the skateboard. Uh, you Master debaters. Master debaters. Movies ruin my life. Podcast versus podcast. What up, Mix? What up, April? Two and cool podcasts. Yeah. Socially frowned upon. What was that one I was telling you about the other day that follows us? It was good. Uh, the Fatitude Era. Fatitude. I Not fuck damn, with you. Heavy. <laughs> <laughs> What's this like? Uh, Just keep doing your thing. What? You didn't fuck me up. What do you mean? Oh, shit. Jay Dilla, I fuck with you. <laughs> Upon further review. I fuck with you. <laughs> Heavy. <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk to each other in the face. We just look at our toes. <laughs> Alright, so what's something new that you want to tell the people about? Uh, get on that Manifest Destiny from Image Comics. I picked up both of those uh, The first and second graphic I also picked up The old Alan Moore 
sagas for Swamp Thing. Definitely good cult reading if you like Alan Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked up the J. Dell Diary vinyl. And it came with the MP3. Oh, you did get it? Yeah. Okay. Very good. Came through the mail. I got the DJ Shadow album coming. Ooh, we. Yeah. I uh, also got <coughs> a Run the Jewels theme t shirt coming. That's the Gears of War thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got the that Lancer on my face. Yeah, I got that on my face. Yeah, the gold, yeah. I found that. They have a t-shirt up. Get it. But I didn't get, like, you know how you usually get the black one? Mm-hmm. It's a bright red one. Yeah, man, switch it up. Yeah. You got bright red on right now. I'm going to get the Spider-Man t going. <laughs> I also got, because uh, I had pre-ordered, like, months ago. I got uh, Civil War coming come out. Oh, yeah, the yeah. show. Yeah. Perfect movie. <laughs> Russo Brothers, you know how to fucking make a comic movie. Heavy. <laughs> I fuck with you, Russo Brothers. I don't care if you had sex changes or not. <laughs> That's the Wachowskis. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was one Brothers. <laughs> Alright, I got, uh, <clears throat> they have the audio commentary for all the Rick and Morty's. Oh yeah, on YouTube and I've, been, I've been listening to them on you didn't, at work. Are you watching Tandem? No, nah, I don't watch them. I just listen to them on at work. It's it's so freaking good, man. It's funny and you get a little nice in depth, you know, into their process and how they work. And a lot of them like like I didn't know Dana Carvey was in one of them. Yeah, he was one of the people. He's one of the voices. I didn't know they had that super hot redhead from uh, Mad Men. She was one of them. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she was in there. And Squatchy. No, she was the one where I think she was the Unity, where it was a high. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and like Rick was like in love with her. Yeah. And that's and when they got together, they ruined everything. Yeah. It makes everything worse. Because <laughs> he'll make like her banging like ten times with different ten different people. Yeah, he goes flying in on a what was it like a hang glider? Yeah. Into a stadium full of people who look like his dad <laughs> wearing red wigs while he bangs you. <laughs> Yeah, man, this is a good series. Yeah, man, and they talk and they give you the nice little in-depth stuff, so check them out on they YouTube. They did put that on the second season on Hulu, so you can check that out. Yeah, so if you, don't have the, if you don't have the DVDs, you can check out the commentaries if you've seen them on TV or whatever. It's really funny, nice in-depth stuff. And I got the second season of The Nick. I bought that. God dang, that's a good show, man. That is such a freaking good show. The Nick? Yeah. It's so good, bro. With that name, I think it has Nick Nolte in it. No, no, it's about, uh, it's got Clive Owen in it. He's like a oh, surgeon okay. in the 18, or like the beginning of the 19th century. Yeah. Or the 1900s. And he works at this hospital in New York called the Knickerbocker. He's like one of the cutting edge leading surgeons, but <laughs> it's still the 1900s. So yeah. The guy they were <clears throat> taking like, uh, like silver and all this weird stuff that's yeah. like doing bad for them and they don't know how to fix simple things like uh, they don't have penicillin or nothing like that so people get stuff and they die and he's trying to figure it out it's such a great thing man the way they do it Steven Soderbergh shoots most of it Yeah. and the way they shoot it is great and the way they make it look it looks like the 1800s and they shoot it in New York or it looks like the early you know 19th century yeah. or 1900s whatever Sounds like a watch. It's a really freaking good movie. Or a good show. I watched 
but me and Courtney watched uh, an indie film the other day on Amazon Prime. It was called The Frame. It was about two different people. Mm-hmm. Like they had two different style jobs. Like one's a criminal and one is a paramedic. Right. But when they go home and sit down, they see the other person's life on the screen of their TV. Constantly. What? Yeah. Oh man, that sounds cool. Yeah. It's like some being John Malcolm mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, that's what I thought too. What's it called? The Frame? Yeah. But but she was like, I hated that movie being John Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh come on. Yeah. I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. But I was like, this is what it feels like, except they're watching it like on the TV. You don't have to go in his actual brain. Yeah, you don't have to go in his actual brain. They're watching it on the TV when they get home and they try to have sleep. Yeah. So they think they're like dreaming wrong oh so but it's not they're actually seeing it that's nuts man let's check it out the frame yeah the frame all right stuck that's all i got that's all i got 120 yeah 120 put a bow tie on this hoe yeah do your thing elaine like what (laughs) your thing oh yeah i'm gonna tell you this one last time (laughs) kirk out them sentiments down to a minimum studious gluteous maximum models is sending home pics of they jenny tally a tallied up ten of them i slurp too many pain kills down i'm off a lot i got a lot of off days but it ain't often that i'm off the clock y'all know what i mean i got the chicago blues we invented rock before the stones got through we just aiming back cause the cops shot you buck buck bang bang yelling fuck News, booyaka, buckle up, motherfuck, ops too. Ain't no knuckling up, young, cause it's just not cool. Nice to see you five in New Year, little finger Uncle Samuel. Shooting death with weighted dice and hitting stains on birthday candles. I know somebody, somebody loves my ass, cause they help me be my demon's ass. Everybody, somebody's everything. I know you're right. Nobody's nothing That's right Everybody's somebody's everything I know you're right Nobody's nothing That's right Everybody's somebody's everything That's right Nobody's, Nobody's nothing. nothing, right? I know right. I, I used to tell hoes I was dark light or off white, but I'd fight if a nigga said that I talk white. And both my parents was black, but they saw it fit that I talk right. When my drawers hit, but my hard head stayed in the clouds like a lost kite. 
But gravity had me up in a submission hold Like I'm dancing with the devil with two left feet and I'm pigeon toed And two small point ballet shoes with a missing soul and two missing toes But it's love like you be kissing nice a mistletoe New Year, middle finger Uncle Samuel Shooting death with weighted dice and hitting stains on birthday candles I know somebody, somebody loves my ass Cause they help me beat my demons ass Everybody